Welcome to Draw Near Podcast with Fred and Kara, where we talk about all things Catholic with the aim of drawing each and every listener near to Christ and recognizing that he is always drawing near to us. So we're picking up with our conversation about angels from last episode, where we introduced angels, talked about you know what they are, maybe some misconceptions, um, and now we want to talk about our relationship with them. So angels are always with us. They're always watching over us. But what is their role in the visible world? How do they interact with us in our lives? You know, can we communicate with them? Do they communicate with us? How does all of that work, Fred? Yeah, at, at communicating to us, I think it's important to acknowledge that God is all-powerful. So the degree that they actually communicate with us um, is ultimately determined by God. However, there's a lot we can do to uh, cooperate in that process. Um, so, and a lot of that is in our own disposition, opening ourselves up and, and acknowledging their role in our lives and their place beside us and, and just uh, embracing that process. Uh, but essentially how angels communicate with us because they're uh, pure spirits, intellect, and will, um, oftentimes they communicate through uh, it may be a prompting or they'll, they'll take, you know, memories or I- images in our mind mm-hmm. and kind of put those together and help us think of a certain thing. Um, and I think it's, that's important. You know, this coming Sunday, the scripture reading, uh, it, Paul reminds us, whatever is good, whatever is beautiful, whatever is true, think on these things. Mm-hmm. And I think how our angels communicate with us combined with that scripture is a good reminder of why it's important for us to uh, daily, uh, read the Bible, uh, yeah. read a spiritual reading to take our faith seriously. Mm-hmm. Because if we, if we really want our angels to help guide our life the way God intends, then we need to be filling our mind with good things. Absolutely. Because the opposite is true on the other end of the spectrum. See, the, those, those devils that fall, fell, those demons, uh, that fell, which ultimately were angels that refused the, to serve the Lord and refuse to, uh, in a certain sense, love you. Yeah, they uh, said they, no to God's love. Yes, mm-hmm. they they do the exact opposite. So mm-hmm. uh, they will take those those bad things in our minds, those sinful thoughts, oftentimes, uh, and and use them against us. I, I think, um, Kara, I don't know if this is true for you, but you know, it could be some, you know, thing I confessed years ago, and I'll yeah. just be walking along someday, and then. It'll pop in my head like it's some sort of temptation or something. And it's, right. you know, where in the world did that come from? Well, right. I'll tell you exactly where it came from. Yeah. And, and once again, that's why it's so important that we continue to fill our mind with good things. You know, mm-hmm. like Paul says, whatever is pure, whatever is holy, whatever is good, mm-hmm. think on these things. Because that, you know, God is trying to direct the flow of our lives and is using his angels to help do that. Uh, yeah. We have the Holy Spirit, obviously, as well, but... Uh, our guardians yeah. play a big part in that process. I think, yeah, you touched on this. I think it's important then to have that um, kind of chastity of the eyes, I guess. You know, we don't want to, even like scary movies, even that kind that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I watch, I hate scary movies so, so much. <laughs> um, I'm a wuss and I'm very okay with that. But I remember um, the first one I ever watched, I was very young and I was at a friend's house for a sleepover and I still... And, and, you know, that was many years ago where the graphics probably were never good. I still 
that image still sometimes is brought to my head to tempt me mm-hmm. or to make me fearful. So right. really like watching um, watching what you look at, pornography, horror movies, just, just gruesome images. Um, we want to fill our minds instead with things that give glory to God, mm-hmm. things that bring our mind to heavenly things. Absolutely, Fred. Yeah, and those things really can be doors to... Yeah. Um, if you will, for opening our, our lives, opening our heart to, um, to things that shouldn't be there, to, to fear, um, you know, and uh, lead us astray. You know, ultimately, we, we always say this, God loves you, has a wonderful plan for your life. Um, the devil hates you, and he yeah. also has a plan for your life, and he means yeah. to spoil everything that God intends. So this is why scripture warns us that the devil prowls about like a lion. And we're going to talk about this more when we get into spiritual warfare on a future uh, discussion. But I think, you know, it's important to be mindful of that. Um, There's a song by Casting Crowns that I absolutely love it because I think it gets the very opening lyric gets to the heart of this. It says, be careful, little eyes, what you see. It's the second glance that binds your hands while darkness pulls the strings. Wow. And, that, and that's exactly how uh, the enemy of our souls. I got goosebumps. Yeah, that's exactly how the enemy of our souls works. Yeah. Um, but angels do wow. the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to take those, um, those, those thoughts um, and steer them toward the good. Uh, but it is important that we be guarding our eyes, guarding our senses, have custody as the sen- of the senses, as they say. Yeah. So I want to touch on um, how we can bring our angels into our everyday life, how we can increase our relationship with them and devotion to them. Because that is one thing we can pray for. If that's something you've struggled with or, you know, you know you have images in your mind that can be used to tempt you, you can pray to your guardian angel to help remove that memory or, you know, to protect you against that specific temptation. Um, There are many things that we can pray to our guardian angels for. Um, but let's let's first touch on how we can you know grow in that relationship with them. Yeah, I think yeah, you know the the first thing I think that you said is is a goal we need to have you know striving to get our guardian angels more involved in our life and a big part of that is because our guardian angels know us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. Um, nobody knows um, apart from the Lord. <laughs> nobody knows better um, those sins that we are more easily given to. Um, And so asking for uh, our angel to help us, to overcome us, to strengthen us, uh, because ultimately God is trying to communicate grace to us and um, grace builds on nature and and our guardian is is a helpful piece to making that process work well. So, you know, I think it starts there acknowledging in humility. Mm -hmm. um, And part of it is that as well, uh, acknowledging the fact that I can't do this on my own. Yeah. And reaching out. Because, uh, you know, the first, earlier I said a big part of, you know, our relationship with our guardian angel and, and communication is what God allows. But the other part is our disposition, again, and how open we are to that mm-hmm. process. So um, I think also uh, the church has given us a lot of direction in terms of what devotion to our guardian angel looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think following... Uh, the church's guidance uh, on devotion to our angels is is a good a mm-hmm. good first step in that process as well. 
I think, um, too, making sure that we thank them for their promptings and for their protection and thank them often. Um, and I know sometimes that's that can be hard because it's a lot easier to recognize when we're being tempted than it is to recognize when our guardian angels mm-hmm. are at work in our life. And there's a reason for that. And I'm sure, Fred, mm-hmm. you, can, you can add to this. But our guardian angels, their promptings work in accordance with our nature. And our nature is good. We were designed by God. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so we don't always catch what their promptings are because it's something that we should act we're called to whereas we recognize the the temptation um the evil temptation because that's opposite of what we are called to right yeah that's an important point because you know oftentimes we are pretty unaware of our guiding angels at work in our lives because it seems reasonable it seems rational it seems normal yeah um and so i think in that sense we take it for granted Whereas usually when, you know, the enemy of our soul, when he's at work in our lives, they're, they're, you know, we tend to see something irrational or, you know, in yeah. that process. Um, so absolutely. And I mentioned at the beginning when I was sharing my falling asleep behind the wheel, I'm a very responsible driver. <laughs> when I was sharing that story, we don't, sometimes the extraordinary happens, but you don't want to look for the extraordinary in your relationship with your angel. Because if you do, if you're waiting for the extraordinary, the demons will happily step in, and they will happily give that to you. Right, and, and Scripture warns of this. It, you yeah. know, it, scripture explicitly states that even Satan can appear as an angel of light. So yeah. um, uh, he was at one time. You know, he was um, the the most intelligent, the highest mm-hmm. of all, and so mm-hmm. he is a great deceiver, much more intelligent than we are. Yeah. Uh, and so we do have to be careful of that. And that's where, going back to that previous point about following the guidance of the church mm-hmm. uh, in our devotion to our guardian angel is helpful because it helps us to not be led astray. And this this goes back to one of those misconceptions that it's hard to address be, because I feel like, you know, it can't, people have had experiences um, that, um, you know, that there's a, there's a sentiment that's attached to them, but the church explicitly warns against naming our guardian angel yeah. or trying to seek the name, seek out what the name of our guardian angel is. And we have to be careful of that um, because it is, in, in a certain sense, it is seeking that extraordinary uh, kind of a thing. Uh, but also there's a number of issues attached to why we shouldn't seek the name of our guardian angel. First of all, um, in sacred scripture, God only reveals the name of three angels. Mm-hmm. And we just celebrated their feast earlier this week. Kara, do you know, I'm sure you do, uh, who are those angels for those that might not be aware? Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. So that's, that's all that scripture reveals. That's all God has revealed. And everything that is necessary for our salvation is contained in scripture, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think we also have to look at the witness of scripture as well. There's a, there's a few accounts of of a human being trying to find out the name of an angel, and it never really works out for them. Yeah. You know, you have Jacob when he's wrestling, you know, and he asks the name. That name isn't given. The only answer is, why do you ask my name? Mm-hmm. You know, you see the same response with Samson's mother um, and father, for that matter, in the book of Judges. Yeah. Um, you well, know, I, oh, sorry, go ahead, Carol. No, I'm sure you're getting to this, and, and just jump in and stop me then. But when you name somebody, it's 
because you have authority over that person. Like we see it in scripture with Adam. God tells him to name the creatures, to name the animals because he has dominion over them. We see this in a practical level. Like parents, they have authority over their children. They name their children. So we do not have authority over our angels. Who, who's their authority? Their authority is God. So mm-hmm. Fred mentioned their name is their role, their nature. Mm-hmm. That's their name. So when we think that, you know, we can name them, it's saying that we have authority over them, and we don't. So again, if you're looking for that extraordinary, if you want them to reveal their name, a demon could happily step in and help you with that, and then you have no idea, there's no assurance if that's truly your angel or if you're calling upon something else. Right, yeah, and, and, and you do have to be careful of that. I, th- I, th- and I think, you know, there's two things that kind of stand out with that. As you said, it's not within our authority. I think, honestly, Kara, I think that idea of seeking your, your angel's name and wanting to name your angel and so forth, I think it's born out of a good intention. Yes, yeah, uh, it's it is. Bo- it's born out of wanting to foster a greater devotion mm-hmm. um, to our angels. And I mean, if you think about human relationships, what's the first step in forming <laughs> a human relationship? Yeah, you introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know each other's name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of the difference there is human beings are on the same level, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas angel and human, uh, not on the same level. You know, there, there's a fundamental difference there. Um, and to, to know an angel's name is to discover more about their identity uh, than is the case with a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a certain sense, it's, it's knowledge above and beyond our own state in life. And so we have to be careful. There's two things that, two danger areas here. I think one is, if you will, the vice of curiosity, the sin mm-hmm. of curiosity. Uh, and that's where we're, we're pursuing knowledge that's above and beyond our state in life. And we saw Adam and Eve, this was in a way, this was yeah. part of that original <laughs> sin. How did yeah. that work out for them? How did it um, work out for us? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and also on the point of, uh, naming someone you have don't have authority over, uh, that's kind of getting in that realm of usurpation. It's claiming an authority you don't have, yeah. uh, both of which lean toward sin. Um, so we have to be very careful of that. Um, and again, that last point, like you said, you know, typically processes of trying to find out our guardian angel's name and so on, uh, they're attached to signals or cues or you know, oh, I think this happened, so it must mean that, you know, and and that's the thing, you know, we have to be careful with with looking for the extraordinary, because um, we just don't know, yeah. and unless you're some great master of the Catholic spiritual life, you probably won't be able to discern, mm-hmm. you know, you and, and, and the irony there is, every great master of the Catholic spiritual life would say the same thing, yeah. don't do it, uh, and that's the fourth point there. Um, is the Catholic Church explicitly says, um, don't do it. It's in the document. If anyone wants to look it up, uh, it's in the Directory of Unpopular Piety. Mm-hmm. Um, so in any case, now that's not to say, um, and, I, and, I, and I know and I've talked to people um, who've had these experiences and they pray to their angel by a certain name. And, um, you know, all we're saying, our job is to teach what the church teaches. And so that's all we're, that's our intention here. Because it, it really is to, to pray to your guardian angel, it's not a name that you have to have. Yeah. It really is as simple as my angel, my Fulton Sheen. 
Yeah. My they know angel. who you, they know who yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, so. Angel of God. Guess what? He knows who he is. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, guardian angel, you know, they know who they are. Um, I always so, give you a hard time, Fred, because Father Ripperger talks about this. Yeah. I shouldn't name your angel. He, <laughs> yeah. he yeah. says, he says, your angel probably has a more dignified name than Fred. And I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. And that's true. Like, like we said at the beginning, like their name is their purpose. Their name mm-hmm. is their essence and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and so, and I can tell you from firsthand experience, Fred is not a very dignified name. Uh, and it, you it should is go too, by the full Frederick. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's too, I feel like if I walked in one day and said, call me Frederick from yeah. now on, everybody would laugh that's, at me. That's, but that's very dignified. It is dignified. Uh, oh, anyway. goodness. Well, this yeah. whole, so this whole thing started with like talking about how we can grow our relationship. So just because, you know, we're saying, and the church teaches like, don't name your guardian angel. That doesn't mean that, that 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 deep intimate relationship is not there um like you said fred just calling upon them my angel um recognizing them praying to them uh even something as simple as like what we do in the morning like hey you know there's more people or there's more you know spirits in here with us um even that like just giving them that recognition and and opening up your heart and your mind to them because then you're going to be more disposed to respond to their promptings because their promptings are to bring you closer to God and to protect you. Absolutely. And if you're someone who, uh, you know, has struggled with, with certain sins, like pornography or what have you, or, you know, any other number of sins and you find those, those, those memories, those images come to mind from time to time, a great prayer to your guardian angel can be something as simple as, Guardian angel, my angel, give me the right images. Yeah. You know, help to guide my life. You know, help me to make right assessments. Help me to control my emotions. That's a beautiful prayer. That's a from the heart prayer. Amen. You know, and, and, and no name is needed, you know. Yeah. You know, and in, in the next life, take comfort in this. In the next life, you're going to meet your guardian angel. He'll be there to greet you. I think that's actually absolutely I incredible. I love that. <laughs> like, I will get to meet my angel. Um, I'm going to give him a big old hug. <laughs> right. So. And then I will know his name. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I'm fine waiting till that point. I actually yeah. think that makes it even more special, actually. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, you know, um, so I know we want to do the practicals, Carrie. You're all about the, the practicals. So uh, why don't we take back, take that issue back up, different ways you can, grow in your devotion to your guardian angels, some things. What, what are your thoughts, Kara? Well, I know that something that you can pray to them for is to bring to mind, like, your um, specific defect. Like, if there's something that you really struggle with or an emotion that you struggle with, um, to help, ask them to help bring that to your mind. Um, something that I did last Lent, and I'm actually planning to do it again this Lent, is asking my angel to humiliate me interiorly every single day. Um, last Lent was a really good one. I got humiliated, Uh let's say that. Um, but my angel has to encounter my arrogance and my stubbornness and whatnot every single day. So I'm sure he will jump at the chance to be like, no, care, listen up. Okay. So, um, that's something that we can do as a Lenten practice or just, if you feel like you need to be humiliated an everyday practice, um, ask your angel to help you. And just to clarify, just in case anyone's like, oh, I don't think I want to pray that. I can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) That's hardcore. Uh, a lot of what Kara is referring to there is like in a you might have a particular moment where 
um, you just kind of get a little a grace, a little insight on how others are perceiving you in that moment or something yeah. like or that. Or how you just acted or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 It doesn't mean, you know, for You're going to trip some, down the stairs and someone's yeah, going to laugh or, at or you. Or for some, some inexplicable reason you showed up to work, you know, <laughs> with only your underwear, you know, like yeah. those dreams you had when you were in school. Yeah. Um, Humiliate you know, me like interiorly. Interiorly. Yeah. Interior is the key word there. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, just asking for help. Um, I think one of the best times to ask your angel for help is in those moments when you sit down. So we keep talking about focus on whatever's good, whatever's beautiful, whatever's pure, whatever's holy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you set your mind um, to study the things of God, ask your angel to help you grasp those concepts. Because your mm-hmm. angel has a better sense of those concepts than you do. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, as your angel, um, and I say he, but angels are, ne- are neither he or she, just to clarify, right. um, you know, has, has the ability to empower your intellect to understand better. So you're saying I never have to study for another test again, yeah, Fred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, don't I'm know about kidding. that. <laughs> that would be nice. But, That'd be great. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't quite work, work like yeah. that. I mean, we do have a part to play in this. But, um, yeah, but yeah, your your angel can help you um, to grow in that. In fact, uh, when I give the, a talk on uh, guardian angels at men's conference and things like that, it's one of the points I make. Like, help your ask your angel to help you understand better what I'm about to talk about because mm-hmm. um, we know about, like I said at the beginning, we know as much about angels as our pets know about us, and we need yeah. their help to understand this. In fact, before Kara and I started this discussion, we prayed for our angels to help us yeah. <laughs> in this discussion. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and I don't know if other people are like this, but there are those, the different learning styles. Well, I have different praying styles, and I, I like to visualize stuff. Like, I'm a visual prayer. Um And so sometimes I even just picture like when I'm talking to my angel or if I'm needing like, you know, some kind of comfort throughout the day, like I just picture that a hug from my guardian angel. Mm. Um, And I just love that. I, I, I don't know if other people that resonates with you, but I think my guardian angel knows that that is something that helps and they like to communicate through images. So, um, Mm. so I think that that's something that helps me and it helps me to really just feel like an intimate friendship with them mm. um not like they're just, just this some far off being like no they they truly love me like here's here's a big old hug so i like that <laughs> absolutely you'll also often see the guardian angel just as you said kara in an embrace mm-hmm. kind of guarding you watching over you my favorite image is the guardian angel with a shield protecting you yes. holding you close um and then in the corner is this groveling little imp of a demon um, mm-hmm. trying to tempt you away, but you're protected by the shield of your guardian angel. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that it tells you a lot about who your guardian angel is and what their purpose is and what ultimately um, you were made for yeah. and how your guardian angel helps you in that process. Right, because how they interact with us and how they protect us, that's God's will. God's right. willing them to do that. Right. Yeah. Another um, important point in terms of you know practical um, growing into growing in your relationship with your guardian angel is those acts of loving devotion, mm-hmm. which can be as simple as meditating on a, a piece of sacred art on your guardian angel, as I said. So, um, yeah. Can you talk to other peoples? Yes. Yeah. That's. Thank you. I meant to say that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is actually another thing. So you pray to your guardian angel. 
And you can also pray to the guardian angels of others, um, which I think is actually pretty awesome, you know, I think uh, so too. when you think about it. Um, and there's been there's been accounts of, you know, Padre Pio, I know, um, would send his guardian angel to another guardian angel or something like that. But but mm-hmm. you can also pray directly to another's guardian angel. Um, and, and so, again, and you cr- don't need their name. Like you can just be like, right. hey, you yeah. know, so-and-so's yeah, you, guardian angel. They know who they are. Yeah, yeah. It can be angel of so-and-so or, you know, that simple. Another thing I think is really awesome for married folks out there, uh, it's the common opinion of, of exorcists uh, and their experience um, that uh, every family, every marriage, when you enter into a sacramental marriage, God assigns another guardian angel to protect mm-hmm. your family, so to protect that, that, uh, that union. So I think that's pretty incredible when you think about it because not only does each individual in the family yep. have their own angel, mm-hmm. but so does the family itself. Yeah. Yeah, like when I talked about we have three angels in the, in the car with us. I didn't say four because we hadn't right. gotten to that point, but there, right. there could be yeah. four at any point yeah. because yeah. our family has an angel as well. Yeah. And also a common opinion of exorcists is that, you know, when, when a priest, when someone's ordained a priest uh, and a, a guardian angel is assigned to him yeah. uh, for his priesthood yeah. and bishops and on and so forth. And we also see in literally explicitly in Scripture that angels assi- are assigned to nations and, and principalities mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. you know, important entities in the world often have a guardian angel attached to them. Um, this this diocese, the diocese of Sioux City, has a guardian angel assigned mm-hmm. uh, to look after the diocese, and so and every parish also has a guardian angel, and so I think, and, and maybe this is one. There's many. We talk about parish renewal all the time, Kara, as you know. Yeah. Um, maybe this is yet another one of those missing ingredients. When's the last time that we prayed? To the guardian angel of this diocese, to the guardian angel of our parish, mm-hmm. uh, to help us bring about renewal and to help strengthen us in grace. You know, uh, there's a guardian angel of this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody's intercession we need more, yeah. other than the Blessed Mother, yeah. um, right now than the guardian angel of the United States of America. Yep. Um, so I encourage you, and, and that's that's tradition, that's teaching, yeah. um, that's not, you know me talking well like the magnitude just speaks to god and like his just his perfect love his perfect plan Mm -hmm. i just i think that's so awesome that even it's not it's not just the billions of people who have lived and who have been conceived who have angels um it's you know different parts of the world buildings um it just yeah when we say 90 percent of god's creation is invisible I mean, think of that. That there, That's true. There's a lot. <laughs> There's <Yeah>. a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's incredible. And they were created, you know, at that first moment. Yeah. Um, you know, for all time. And that that's incredible to think about because you're thinking not only all of those alive, all of us live today, mm-hmm. our guardian angels, but also all those who have ever lived. <laughs> right. And their guardian angels, you know, were created at once. And that it's mind-boggling to think about. And you know, and I when I when I've talked about angels, I've had people ask that question: What happens to your guardian angel when they die? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, or when you die. Um, and that's a, that's a good question. Um, the reality is that angel was created for to be your guardian was created to be your guardian. Mm-hmm. So what what do they do when 
you pass into the next life, they do the other thing that they do all the time. They contemplate the face of God forever. Yeah. Um, you know, they're your guardian, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's so they're still there. You you don't yeah. get somebody else's guardian angel. They were created specifically um, for you. I think that's just that's even more incredible. I think yeah. it speaks that to the love of God even more. It does. And that probably touches on one of the misconceptions, too, that, you know, there are angels and then, you know, once one person dies, they're reassigned to another person and reassigned and they just jump. And that's just not the case. You have one angel for you and only you. And then right. when you when you are when you die, they praise God. And even um, it, it's for everyone who has ever conceived. So we have the uh, the memorial of pregnancy and infant loss awareness is coming up here this month on the 15th of October. Um, but so, so even those children who never made it into, you know, the world, they mm -hmm. have a guardian angel mm -hmm. because they were conceived. So yeah. yeah, I just think that's so awesome. Yeah. And, and I've had people ask this question related to this. Um, so every person had a guardian angel. What about those people that never came to faith in Christ? Mm -hmm. uh, does that mean their guardian angel failed? No, <laughs> absolutely. It doesn't made, mean their guardian angel failed because we have a free will. We have a choice, um, and so we can choose for God or against God. Um, mm -hmm. You know, our, our guardian angels have chosen, made the right choice. It's up to us. So um, that guardian angel is always going to be there, that good spirit trying to lead us toward God, whether or not we allow ourselves to accept that leading and cooperate with that is a whole other story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we want to leave our audio stuff to be manageable chunks of time for you. So um, I think this is a good place to stop. But I want to leave you with kind of a challenge that um, just to take this week or this month or, you know, hopefully the rest of your life and really find ways to um, to bring your guardian angel into your life and to grow that relationship and that devotion to them. Absolutely. And uh, I'm sure we'll we'll pick up this topic in related topics uh, the next time on Draw Near. So thanks for tuning in and we'll check you next time.